Welcome to the podcast. It is February the 26th, 2019, and I am your host, Dr. Malika, on the Transforming Your Life podcast. And today, our topic is liar, liar. So, yeah, this is one of those things that there's so many directions we can go with talking about people lying that I was trying to find a way to even narrow this down from some of the obvious stories in the headlines to even just bringing it to a personal level on how we have to get back to just honesty as a virtue and valuing honesty and how we've kind of gotten away from that. And so there were a couple of things um, that sparked this for me, besides the fact that we know we um, see a lot of times in politics where the truth is not normally what is used A lot of times there's half truths or there's blatant lies that are made. And if people don't fact check, they will go with what has been given to them. Regardless of the fact that we live in a society where we have more access to information than ever before at at our fingertips, we will still just take what people give us blindly and not do our due diligence to just look into it. Um, But One of the things I looked at that happened recently, and I'm sure we're all aware of the Jesse Smollett situation um, with him being charged of filing basically a false police report saying that he was a victim of a racial and homophobic attack in the city of Chicago. And the belief is that he lied. I don't want to get into the nuances of the case because personally for me, the motive that they've given for the case just makes no sense to me. But everybody is has picked a side one way or the other. They believed he lied, he's narcissistic, and he wanted more money, and that's what he did. Others believe, you know, they support him and they know him and they probably believe that he wouldn't do that. That's not his character. But the point is, you know, you, you look at that lying has just become a part of our fabric to the point where we have actual persecution or prosecution for lying. I mean, we have that. It's in it's in our laws. It's one of those things that I feel like, you know, when we were kids, our parents taught us to tell the truth, right? It's one of the first things that you ingrain in your children as a parent, a responsible parent, is to tell the truth. It's ingrained in our society even to tell the truth. Like we heard the parable about George Washington and the cherry tree and the fact that, you know, he could not tell a lie. He told his responsibility in that case. Um, Our legal system requires it. You're under oath. It requires you to tell the truth. If you lie in a legal proceeding, you face prosecution. Um, We can say that if a person lies in a relationship, that it might be grounds for us breaking up with them. Um, But something's changing. I feel like there's been a massive change in our society to where we're now accepting things that are not true, where we're not even going through to look and see whether or not this information that is being given to us is actually factual. And it makes me fear that some of our most basic things are starting to change. So the question is, why would it lie? Why would you lie, right? Like, why would a person lie? Usually there's some kind of benefit there or you're trying to avoid possibly some kind of consequence if you were to tell the truth about the situation. 
I mean, look at children. Most children lie because they don't want to get put on punishment, right? But we're not talking about children here. We're talking about grown adults who just find it easier to just go around telling lies. And especially when you don't feel like there are consequences for your action, it does not actually hinder you or stop you from doing that in the future. When there are no consequences, you're more likely to repeat it because nothing ever happened. There's nothing bad that happened. So, hey, why not? But we're finding that it's more expedient and that the ends are justifying the means. And that's the reason why people are more likely to lie than to tell the truth. I feel like the reality is that truth is a fluid thing. It's a fluid currency, meaning it always pays off. And even if you can't see it in the initial point when you're dealing with the situation, you never can say that truth does not pay you back in a positive way. And a lot of times I feel like people are so in a point to where they just want fast results, regardless of how they had to get there, that they're willing to abuse the truth. They're willing to just not even abuse the truth. They're just like, just flat out not telling the truth because they feel like the ends justify the means. And I kind of feel like this lying thing and just the dishonesty and just that mentality has become a cancer in our society that has now metastasized. And it's almost like it's becoming a trend. If you look at social media, it's almost built on this facade. It's not, it's really an illusion. It's not real. So people even have ways of displaying themselves to the public or the people that follow them. That's not even factual. And so I feel like this plays, it's like, a, it, it's just a reflection of what our society has become. And I love social media. I use it constantly. Obviously, if you've connected with the podcast, you've connected with the podcast through social media, but I still feel like we are now in a place where we are willing to accept things that are not factual and we don't challenge people to be better. And as a society, that's a problem. We cannot get to the place where the things that were considered to be less than desirable behaviors are now becoming the norm and we're attacking what should be the norm and challenging people who are otherwise good because they're not falling in line with what is now becoming the trend. Um, I said I was going to stay away from this, but it's kind of hard not to. I just feel that politics is an easy way to get into this because it's really a microcosm of what our society is. And I've tried to lay off of the political things because I feel like they can be controversial, but this is one of those things where I feel like it applies. Donald Trump, um, we've pretty much have come to a conclusion in the last two years of him being president that he's challenged when it comes to telling the truth. That's probably the best way I can say it. Um, the most politically correct way of saying it. Um, and I feel like that the problem with that is that you have now groups of people that follow his ideology and follow everything that he says, that their mindset has now gone to that, to where they're so willing to accept a lie that when the truth is presented to them, they vehemently rail against and fight against that truth because it almost does something for them 
for what they've been believing to not be true. Like they, they act out of pocket. They don't know what to do with that. And the reason why I feel like that's a problem is because now you're conditioning a group of people to believe in some of the most outrageous stories. And so some of the stuff that has come out from this administration has just been outrageous. I mean, so we're willing to believe that a television actor was willing to fake a attack just to get more money per episode, but we're not willing to believe that the president of the United States would lie for political gain or would lie to make himself look um, better politically. And it's, it's almost like it's, it's so nonsensical the way they react that having a, a decent conversation to challenge the facts or what they're presenting and pre present facts on that issue does not come out very well. And I feel like it's just a testament to where we have become as a society. We have just become a, a community of people who are willing to accept the lie because a lot of times it's easier to accept. And it's not just the lying because my thing is, it's what the lie causes that we have to look at. And so when we come back, I want to talk about just the outcomes that come from lying because on its, say, on its face, we know that lying is a bad thing. You know, you should tell the truth. But the reality is, is what does that lie cause and how much damage can there be? And looking at that is what we need to really examine, which possibly will make us, you know, reevaluate some things and make some changes. This is the Transforming Your Life podcast. I'm Dr. Malika, and we'll be right back. So we're back and let's get into it. I wanted to talk about just the dangers of not telling the truth and getting to a place where we just believe things that are not factual and the problems with that. Um, it's interesting that today, this particular episode airs on the day that Trayvon Martin was killed in Florida um, at the age of 17, simply for being racially profiled and carrying um, a drink back from the store and some candy wearing a hoodie by someone who was not law enforcement, um, by someone who was told by law enforcement not to pursue and by someone who claimed that he was attacked by this 17 year old, considering the fact that he outweighed him considerably and there was no need to use lethal force. And obviously you can see from my position, how I feel about this case. It is one of those cases of recent times that have bothered me the most because not only was George Zimmerman not held accountable for what he did to Trayvon, but he also profited off of what he did to him by selling the weapon that he used to take the life of a 17 year old. It doesn't take a degree to psychoanalyze that behavior. A person that is truly sorry and something happened in the heat of the moment for taking another person's life would not profit and use something that they use to end the life of another human being 
to gain money, to gain monetary, to, to gain monetary funds. Like there's no way you can tell me that a person that did not have intent would do something like that. And so it just shows you how we think that not telling the truth is not that big of a deal. We think that the president not being honest is not that big of a deal. We think that the possibility of Jesse Smollett not telling the truth is not that big of a deal, but let's look at it. If we are going through basically believing the rhetoric and the lies that are coming out about those who come from the country of Mexico, which borders us to the South, then we will believe that they're all murderers, that they're all rapists, that they're all bringing in drugs and that we need to basically be on defense to possibly, or even better yet, we might believe we need to be on the offense and get them before they get us. And so that's a mentality that kind of turns into a mob mentality where we're out attacking people based off of a lie. So we're mistreating people, we're judging people, we're being prejudiced and biased against people based off of something that's not the truth. Let's use Jesse's situation. Again, I've already expressed that I personally feel like there's way more to this story because on its face, lying about something like this to get more money at your job just doesn't make sense. If anything, you could lose your job, which we've already seen he didn't lose his job, but we've already seen that he's been removed from the final episodes of the season. So it just doesn't make sense to me, but let's just say he did do what they said he did. Lying about something like that can set back decades those who are true victims of racial profiling, those who are true victims of homophobic profiling, it sets the movements back to where now we're barely getting to the place where the victims are being believed and the cases are being tried and convictions are actually being, being attained. And now this one situation could actually set you back. And then I mean, it's a joke, but like, really, it's like all of this in Black History Month. It's like you couldn't pick another month to lie about, you know, getting attacked, you know, and I, I joked about it with my, my husband. I've joked about it with friends and people that I'm close to. But there's a little bit of truth to that joke. It's like it's just the timing of it just looks bad. You already have a group of people in the United States, mostly minorities, that are just not believed a lot of times when they say that people have done things against them because of just sheer the fact that they're black or just the fact that they're Latino or just the fact that they're female or just the fact that they are gay. And they're having a hard enough time proving these cases. And then you have a case where everybody believed it in the beginning. Everybody wanted to jump on and say, hey, why would they do this? This is terrible. We need to fight. We need to protest. And then there's a possibility that none of it actually happened. And so that's a detriment that comes from the lie because no, he may not have to face consequences for this particular thing. If he lied, if he does, it may be very minimal. He might have to pay a fine. But what about the, the victims whose lives are altered after that, who are now being viewed through the lens of every black person is lying when they say that they were racially profiled or every gay person is lying when they say that they were the victim of a homophobic attack. That is the consequences of the lie. So the lie doesn't just go out there and it no longer has any impact after it's said, it has a ripple effect. You will find 
people decades later that are still impacted by the lies that are told. Let's, okay, let's talk about that since we're here. African-Americans in this country are still victims of the lies that have been told about their culture. The fact that they're violent as a people inherently, the fact that they're not smart, the fact that they're not physically capable to actually engage in high competition. Regardless of the fact that this country is built on the inventions of black people, this country is built on the labor of black people under the worst conditions. The fact that some of the greatest athletes in this world are African-American, that lie from the beginning of its inception up until now, hundreds of years, is still believed. And some people still hold on to that. And unfortunately, it's even ingrained into our laws our, and our, our, our policies as a country. So lying does not just impact in the moment. It hurts and it wounds and it can go beyond you or the person that you lie to. It could go to people that you will never live to meet and they will be impacted by that. That is the reason why it's important to understand that lying is not okay. You need to tell the truth. Sometimes telling the truth is one of the hardest things to do, but it needs to be done. Everybody says, oh, well, if my wife asked me, does she look fat in this dress? What am I supposed to tell her? You can tell her the truth, but there's a way to tell her the truth in a way that doesn't hurt her feelings. That's a little bit softer of a, of a blow than other ways of saying it. You don't have to tell her she looks fat. You can say, well, that dress is not as flattering as your yellow dress that I really love you wearing, right? That is a way of, of answering the question truthfully, but without having to offend the person. There is a way to give a harsh truth in a soft way, but even if you feel like giving a soft lie will save a person's feelings, in the long run, you're not actually doing that. And so we have to get back to just being a country that is founded on the truth because what ends up happening is you now have people coming into power, making decisions for us as a country that don't care what actually is the reality of things, don't care what the facts say. All they care about is their agenda and all they care about is the end outcome that they're trying to get to and they'll be willing to get there by any means necessary. And so, you may think, oh, it's not that serious, but it really is. It really is that serious. Um, some of this stuff that I'm looking at in the media, I'm like, they're lying about stuff that you don't even have to lie about. Like, it's not even that big of a deal to tell a lie. You know, lie when the truth will do. You know, you ask a person their height and they're lying about it. Like, why? Right? Stuff that you don't even need to lie about. That's kind of how we have gotten when it comes to our particular society. We've gotten to the place where we'll accept a soft lie before we'll accept a hard truth. So hopefully something I said today will push you to examine yourself, examine even how you communicate and interact with other people, examine how you treat people. Are you treating people in a certain way based off of falsehoods that you have internalized? Do you need to re-examine some things? Do you need to apologize to some people for just believing and acting on those particular things? Because it's not just the words, it's the actions that follow. And so that's usually the biggest problem. 
So when we come back, we're going to close the show out. Again, we're talking about Liar Liar. This is the Transform Your Life podcast, and I'm Dr. Malika. Be right back. Welcome back. We're here to close out the podcast for today. And I just want to close out by saying, again, re-examine some things and start to be a person that is a representative and a champion of, of truth. Not people that have versions of the truth, which we simply would call that a lie. But those who are, are really trying to live according to the actual facts and live a life that is authentic and honest. You know, we often talk about living in our truth, but the problem in our society is that it's easy to live in our truth when the truth is not factual. The truth is what we've manufactured it to be. Don't live a manufactured truth, live an actual truth where what is actually happening is real. It's not something that's been orchestrated and let your actions to others be based on that. The best thing you can do for other people in this society is be a good person, be the best version of yourself, be honest and authentic with one another, have those tough conversations, but at the end, respect one another, even after you have those tough conversations. Doesn't mean we'll always agree, but it also doesn't mean that I want you to feed me, you know, a pile of crap, just simply because you feel that I can't accept what the truth actually is. It's okay. Um, I saw something on social media, here we go with the social media example, right? Um, that I thought was actually refreshing. It was a gentleman who said that he got a text from a young lady and he actually shared the text thread and it was nothing crazy or, or personal or explicit, but basically the girl reached out to ask when they were going to hang out again and he let her know, he said, you know what? He said, I, I tried to basically, you know, avoid you and I don't feel like that's fair to you. He said, I'm not really feeling you. I'm, I don't connect with you like that. And there's nothing wrong with you. You're just not for me, but there is somebody out there. You're a great person. He said, and I will be doing you a disservice by continuing to string you along and not be honest with you. So he asked the question, he posted this and asked the question because he felt like he did the right thing by being honest, which we always accuse men of not being honest, right? And he was confused because the, the girl blocked him in the phone, blocked him on social media, and he was trying to understand what he did wrong and wanted to get other people's opinions on should he have approached this a different way. And literally, if you would have read the words, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, what he said, was not offensive. He, he, he uplifted her, but let her know that you're just not for me. He let her know you're a great person. There's somebody out there for you. You should find that person. It's just not me. And it just shows how we would rather you lie to us. That's where we kind of gotten to. We rather you lie to us than take the truth that is given to us in a very nice way. Even when it's hard to accept, it's been given in a nice way. And I feel like that that was just like the perfect parable of what we're living with in today's society. So again, I'm Dr. Malika. You can find me on social media. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My handle is at Dr. Malika Speaks and Malika is spelled M-A-L-A-I-K-A. -A. 
Um, you also can find me on my website, MalikaMBrown.com. Um, I do therapy, life coaching, um, any kind of things that you need assistance with. You can find that on my website where you can also sign up and make appointments. And so I hope to hear from you. Um, give me some feedback on this and let me know what you think. And again, remember, as I always say, be good to yourself and also be good to others. Have a great rest of your week.